Welcome to Revival from the Bible, a daily devotional podcast designed to help more people get into God's Word and get more out of the Word. I'm Ben Blakey. It's Wednesday, November 2nd, 2022. Fire is a very powerful thing. And we're moving into this season right now where uh, it's going to get colder and we're going to start thinking about fires in our fireplaces, which are a nice, cozy, warm, comforting thing. But let's remember the season we're coming out of, as you think back to the summer or early fall, a time when, especially throughout the western region of the United States where I've spent most of my life living, we are known for wild fires. And you think of the power of those fires and sometimes how they start so small, but then they rage. And and even unfortunately, in the last few years uh, here in the Western United States, we've seen some of these fires just wipe out towns or parts of towns. And we're reminded that there is only so much man can do to stop such a raging and powerful thing. Also, shifting to a different image, we think of hammers as powerful. I mean, as a tool, a hammer is powerful to drive a nail into something, but sometimes hammers are used as a tool to destroy something. Uh, Think of the sledgehammers that are used to uh, destroy in the demolition process of a building. Uh, Think of... um, the, the jackhammers that are used to, to blast through concrete and to dig through things. They've been going to the men's retreat over the, the weekend, right? There's this whole part of the road that they're working on and the hammers that are used to break rocks. Uh, these are intense and powerful things. Well, today I want us to remember the word of the Lord in the book of Jeremiah. Uh, Jeremiah and verse Chapter 23, verse 29 says, Is not my word like fire, declares the Lord, and like a hammer that breaks the rocks in pieces. God is saying, my word is like a fire, declares the Lord, and my word is like a hammer, a hammer that can shatter rocks. I mean, what he's trying to do there is is to play off really some of the most powerful images and things a human can think of and says, yeah, that's what my word is like. Uh, think of the most powerful things you can think of. Yep, that's that's my word. Now, as we think of that verse in specific, I want us to step back and consider the, the greater context. Today, we're looking at Jeremiah 22 and 23, but even we've uh, been going through the book of Jeremiah for a while now in the last couple of days, probably spent more attention to 1 Peter or we were talking about the men's retreat, uh, but let's just reacquaint ourselves with the prophet Jeremiah. He is teaching really in the last days, and we'll get to it uh, really at the end of the book, the last days of uh, the nation of Judah, the southern kingdom of Judah. Remember, you've got Saul, David, Solomon, a united kingdom, and after Solomon, it breaks into two kingdoms, the northern kingdom of Israel, the southern kingdom of Judah, and the northern kingdom of Israel at this point has already been taken away by the Assyrians, and now the Babylonians are about to come and do the same to Judah. And this is the time when Jeremiah is prophesying. Now, it does not seem for the most part that 
that many people listen to Jeremiah. And even we see there is an opposition to Jeremiah. Recently, we uh, saw God, even uh, his, his condemnation of this priest, Pasher. Um, and today we see him calling out the prophets. Um, even the subheading in your Bible, if you have the English Standard Version, may be lying prophets there over 23 verse 9. And it speaks of them. We've seen other things uh, throughout the book. One phrase that's come up is that, you know, they say peace, peace when there is no peace. And here, when we come back to our verse, verse 29, is not my word like fire, declares the Lord, and like a hammer that breaks the rock in pieces. Therefore, behold, I am against the prophets, declares the Lord, who steal my words from one another. Behold, I am against the prophets, declares the Lord, who use their tongues and declare, declares the Lord. Behold, I am against those who prophesy lying dreams, declares the Lord, and who tell them and lead my people astray by their lies and their recklessness when I did not send them or charge them. So they do not profit this people at all, declares the Lord. And so here he's calling out these prophets, but in the midst of that, he he speaks to the power of his word. And so that's what I want to really, uh, it should convict us, uh, but it should also uh, comfort us today as well. God's word is a powerful thing. And one aspect, the kind of the convicting aspect, I want you to think about that. And it's just a reminder um, that we think oftentimes we get to pass judgment on God's word. Uh, We even talked about this a little bit at the men's retreat, this whole idea of people reading the Bible and be like, I didn't get anything out of it. Well, sometimes that's a problem uh, that, that we, we we might struggle to understand or, or things like that. But sometimes it's really us passing judgment on the Bible by saying, yeah, there wasn't really anything that was interesting to me. And I want to say that is a very flawed thought process. That is not how we should think. This is the word of the living God. God has spoken and he has said something. I don't think it's healthy for us to act like eh, what he said wasn't very interesting. No, we should be hanging on his every word. And I want you to think about that even with your own time in the Bible. Are you just going through the motions? Are you passing judgment on God's word? Are you remembering, hey, this word is like a fire. It is like a hammer that breaks the rock in pieces. I need to listen to what it says because God is saying something. And I need to listen and understand and apply what he is saying. So this reality should challenge us. It should also comfort us. Again, we are not the nation of Israel. um, But when we read the book of Jeremiah, we do see, oh, some of the things that Israel or the nation of Judah here specifically is being judged for. Wow, that's true of my nation too. And when we see all these lying prophets and false teachers, it's like, oh man, there are so many false teachers out there in our world today. And it's in the midst of that, that God reminds us of the power of his word. And he, even now we, even though he didn't have this great ministry that led to big numbers and success in his time, here we are reading the words of Jeremiah thousands of years later. While meanwhile, these lying prophets are long since dead and forgotten. That should be an encouragement to us of the power of God's word and really the power of the truth of God's word. The, the truth 
may not and actually rarely is the prevailing dominant voice in society. But that does not mean that the truth is going to lose. No, the truth will win over time. The truth will endure. And that should give us encouragement today as we live in a dark world. That was actually one of the things that drew me to Compass Bible Church, or really our sending church, when I was just graduating college and deciding where to go in ministry. It was really that mindset of the power of God's word. It seemed like I had seen some circles where it really acted like, hey, if we want a good response, we need to tone down God's word. And I was like, whoa, well, well, that that doesn't connect with scripture. But then there was almost this overreaction to it uh, of a thought of, well, if we preach God's word, you, you know, we will be exactly like Jeremiah and no one will listen to us. Uh, and what I started to experience was mindset, no, God's word. Yeah, it may not all of a sudden change everything about everybody in our communities and the nation, but God's word will work. We can reach people simply by teaching the Bible. And we want to focus on that and expect that God will show his power through his word. His word is like a fire. It is like a hammer that breaks the rock. So I hope that encourages you today to believe in the power of God's word, even as you think through sharing the faith with others and proclaiming the gospel to others. The power is not in you. It's in God's word. That should be an encouraging thing. Let it also be a challenging thing. Even today, we don't get to pass judgment on God's word. God's word will pass judgment on us. Let's be quiet. Listen to what he says. Let's tremble at the word of the Lord. Now, today we start another book in the New Testament, the book of Hebrews. And this book is unique among the letters of the New Testament because we don't know who wrote it. And my hot take on who actually wrote the book of Hebrews is we don't know who wrote the book of Hebrews. Sorry to disappoint you. But I think if we have not been able to figure it out over 2000 years, well, we don't know. And guess what? We don't need to know. If God wanted us to know who wrote it, he would have made sure we we knew. But we don't know, but this is God's word and we can learn so much from the book of Hebrews. And one theme that we'll see coming through the book is that Jesus is better. Uh, And we'll see a lot of things that he is better or superior to. And chapter one begins with this idea that uh, Jesus is superior to the angels. But let me just read the first four verses as it is critical to really understanding so much of scripture and of the book. It says, long ago at many times and in many ways, God spoke to our fathers by the prophets. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his son, whom he appointed the heir of all things, through whom also he created the world. He is the radiance of the glory of God and the exact imprint of his nature, and he upholds the universe by the word of his power. After making purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high, having become as much superior to angels as the name he has inherited is more excellent than theirs. And so there we see... um, just these some amazing statements about Jesus. And I think another passage that points us to the deity of Christ. And as we look at this, we see some things about even Jesus creating the world and upholding the universe by the word of his power. Amazing statements of Jesus. And then in verse four, it leads to he's superior to angels. And then it gives us a lot of references proving that 
point that Jesus is superior to the angels. But even uh, go back to that phrase, he upholds the universe by the word of his power. The word of the Lord is powerful, powerful like a fire, powerful to, like a hammer to break a rock, powerful enough to uphold the entire universe. Shouldn't that make a difference in how we view the word of God today? Shouldn't that challenge us? Shouldn't that encourage us? I sure hope it does. Thanks for digging into God's word with me today on Revival from the Bible. For more resources, check out revivalfromthebible.com. To learn more about Compass Bible Church Treasure Valley, go to compassbible.tv. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you.